Hello gamers, gamers, and everyone in between. Welcome back to another episode of Lavender Town. For number one, I would like to say welcome back and welcome new listeners. Um, this is a safe town, this is a happy town, and most importantly, this is a nerdy town. Number two, I would like to say thank you all so much, Royal Guard, for 61 listens from all over the world we've got let's see we've got the uk we've got of course the usa is where this podcast was published but we got the usa the uk ireland um indonesia i have people literally all over the world like i have more than just those four places don't worry i have people from all over the world listening to the podcast so, uh, you guys are awesome. Um, so, I also apologize for the couple day delay on an episode. I was actually looking for inspiration and trying to develop an idea. I got the idea today and I just had to launch it immediately. Royal Guard, welcome to the Triforce Legends. Now, this series is going to be all about The Legend of Zelda, as you may have guessed. I'm going to play through a lot of the games that I have access to. So, without further ado, let us get in to the episode, shall we? Welcome to the Triforce Legends. This, my friend. Oh, wait. You don't even know the name of this building, or how you got here? Well, this building's called the Lavender Town Library. Welcome. You would love to learn about the Triforce Legends, wouldn't you? Well, we have an audio recording right here from someone who experienced it firsthand. He calls his tale Breath of the Wild. Shall we begin? this voice in my dreams. Open your eyes, it said. There was a strange light above my face, and everything decided to glow as bright as possible. It startled me. And there was the voice again, telling me to open my eyes. Open my eyes. I couldn't even remember my own name, but this voice in my dreams did for me. I had just woken up. I was in some kind of tub under a bright light. I looked around me and sat up with difficulty. It felt like my muscles had been resting for a hundred years or so. I climbed out of whatever tub I was in and managed to stand up with some difficulty as it was before. I looked around the room. Everything was decorated in bright blue lights. 
and brown and gold and some hues of red. There were pillars everywhere, but something caught my eye. There was a pedestal. It was glowing. I walked around it and decided to examine it. It glowed brighter whenever I stepped next to it. It did a machine-type movement. It twisted around. There was a voice in my head, the same voice in my dreams, saying that it was a Sheikah slate, that it would help guide me after my long slumber, whatever that meant. I was interested, so I took the slate and looked upon it. It glowed suddenly at my presence. Suddenly, I saw something on it. A mysterious tablet with a glowing center. I've never seen it before, yet there's something familiar about it. The machinery undid itself to where it looked just as it had before, and a door opened. It looked quite ancient, as if it had been there for a thousand years, literally. I kicked open a chest, much to my despair, but I found a pair of well-worn trousers. They were threadbare in spots, but they're surprisingly comfortable, but the legs are a bit too short. So I reached into my bag, pulled them out, and with difficulty, I put them on. I opened another chest that was right next to it, and I found an old shirt. What a coincidence. It was not in good condition, but I put it on nevertheless because well, it was better than nothing, although nothing was starting to look pretty good. I found another pedestal, but it was different. I had an instinct to hold it up to the pedestal, that is, hold the slate that I had found up to the pedestal. The voice in my head said that it would show me the way. What way? Into where? I was wondering all of these things. Suddenly, I saw something appear on it. Authenticating. Sheikah Slate confirmed. I was sure that there was some kind of security system because the door hadn't opened before, before I had put my slate onto it. Was there something special about me that I was supposed to know? I had just woken up and I'm not sure how long I had been asleep. Link, the voice in my head said, you are the light, our light, and you must shine upon Hyrule once again. Now go. But I wasn't sure where to go. So I walked up a set of stairs, trudged through a puddle of mud, and had to climb up a rock wall much to my arm's dismay. I felt like I had been asleep for a hundred years or more. But when I left that room, I ran out to the edge of a cliff. And everything was beautiful. I could see birds, I could see trees, mountains, a volcano, in distance, in the far, far distance, I saw a volcano. Of course, the fact that it was still erupting scared me, 
but I didn't let that change the moment. There was a small castle-looking thing off in the distance, but not too far. I saw an old man watching me, and I saw a campfire. I picked up a tree branch on my way there, because if there's a campfire, there might as well be food, right? I saw some mushrooms, so I climbed up a wall to get them. I saw multiple, so I picked up as many as I could. There were only three or four, though. So I kept walking and kept walking and kept on walking. And soon enough, once I walked down some stairs that seemed to have been there forever. Walking through some brush, walking through some bushes, finally, I got to the campfire, but before I sat down, or even asked the man if I could, I decided to grab some apples from a nearby tree. It also looked as common as the mushroom I had found earlier. I still wasn't sure if that mushroom was safe to eat 100% though, so I haven't eaten it yet. Well, hadn't, that is. There are leaves all over the ground. Climbing trees is a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. And of course, I decided that I would climb a rock. A tall, giant rock. Because apparently, climbing trees wasn't enough for me. I decided, oh yeah, let's go through the same pain that we were just going through. I was annoyed at myself after making that decision, but then I decided, it's fine, I need to relax my muscles anyways. They were so tightened up, it was hard to even move. I decided to talk to the man before asking if I could have some food. I was extremely hungry and didn't want to eat anything I had found because I was afraid that it would be poisonous. He said, well met, stranger. It's rather unusual to see another soul in these parts. Well, I asked, who are you? Me? I'll spare you my life story, he replied. I'm just an old fool who's lived here alone for quite some time now. What brings a bright-eyed young man like you to a place like this? I hadn't realized that I was bright-eyed, especially as tired as I felt. I felt like I had been asleep for a hundred years. I've already said that, but it's true. That's how I felt. Where are we? I asked. Answering a question with a question. That is fair enough. As I cannot imagine our meeting to be a simple coincidence, I shall tell you. This is the Great Plateau. According to legend, this is the birthplace of the entire kingdom of Hyrule. He stood up and turned away from me, but also towards me. He pointed with a stick with a lantern attached to it to a castle. That temple there, long ago, was the site of many sacred ceremonies. Ever since the decline of the kingdom a hundred years ago, it has sat abandoned in a state of decay. Had I really been sleeping for a hundred years? In another forgotten entity, a mere ghost of its former self. I shall be here for some time. Please let me know if I may be of service. Yes? 
What are you doing? I asked. I'm relaxing by the fireside, of course. Although I need to cook, cook myself another baked apple at some point. Simple foods such as apples are fine to eat raw, but roasting them on a fire makes them tastier and more nutritious. Yes. I talked to him after he sat down because I needed more information. Well, what are you doing? He kept saying the same thing over and over about simple foods and all that stuff. I beg your pardon? I do believe that is my baked apple. You can't just go about taking whatever you please, he said, after I had picked up the baked apple, thinking that I had had his consent. Forgive me. I cannot resist pulling your leg. Please help yourself. An apple and an open flame make for a succulent treat. Can I have your torch? Can I have your torch, please? Well, then just help yourself to that torch there. And how, may I ask, are you planning to use it? As a weapon or to set things on fire? Well, those were the two answers going through my head. Or I could just tell him that it was a secret and move right along. Of course, I wasn't going to be secretive to someone who seemed like he might be important. He gave me food. So, to be honest, I wanted to use it as a weapon. Innovative. However, that is probably best used to light fires. If you need a weapon, you can find something better. Many beasts run the land past this point. You can take my axe with you if you please. Assuming you can find it. However, do not just swing it around without purpose. You must face your opponents and lock your sights on them. Okay, so I figured out how to lock onto things. I heard the voice in my head again, saying my name. It was saying to head for the point on the map on my Sheikah slate. And then I remembered how to look in my pocket for the Sheikah slate. There was a point marked on it. I wasn't even quite sure where I was. I found an axe inside of a tree stump. I figured this must be that old man's axe. Well, I also saw an old fireplace, so I thought, why not light this fire and have my own instead of having to use his? So, I stood by the fire, and then I got bored of that. So I walked right down the stairs that looked like they had been there for about a hundred years. I picked up a rock to test my strength. And, much to my dismay, I could barely hold it. I threw it off the edge of a cliff into some water. It rolled back onto the ground after I had realized that I hadn't fully thrown it. So, I decided to throw it better. It landed right in the water. And, to my dismay, so did I. I landed directly in the water along with it. I was having to swim to something that looked like it had a sword in it. It was a tall sword, and it looked pretty. I had to breathe, because, well, it was hard to. There was a rusty sword inside of a rock at the top. 
I was thankful for this because I did not want to swing around a giant axe the entire time. I swam back over to a rock to where I could actually get back to the actual surface instead of just a small island. I figured that if I had gotten to the small island first, at least I could breathe and get a sword. But now I'm back on track, I thought to myself, while I was walking back up and I was looking around and there were a lot of things. Suddenly I saw the temple up close. I had a feeling that it was called something similar to the Temple of Time. At least, that's what I thought it was called anyways. I saw a monster. It was red, and it had a, what looked like a club? A club. Yes, a club. So I, of course, took the club, now having five weapons to use. I decided not to hurt my torch anymore because I needed it to set fires. I picked up the horn and fang that had dropped because of the monster. And then I decided to pick up a vase and throw it. The vase broke, but there was nothing inside of it, much to my dismay. I had wished there was something inside of it because it would be really nice to have some extra loot right now. Especially having nothing but a couple apples, some shady mushrooms that I found somewhere where I didn't even know where I was fully. I mean, I could trust the apples, but the mushrooms, absolutely not. I walked around the temple and I saw a circle under the old grass. Sunshine was going through. I found a statue. It was a tall statue of a woman. She had wings behind her and her arms were folded. I kneeled and prayed to her. The goddess statue smiles upon you, I thought. Well, I didn't think that. The voice that I had heard in my dreams, it said that. I was starting to really worry about my mental health at this point because hearing voices in your head is never really good. I was scared, but nevertheless, I kept going and trudging out through whatever this place was. Now, at this point, a couple years later, I've forgotten all the names. I've forgotten all the places that I've gone to that I will never forget. Hyrule. That was the town that I was in at the time. I remember that much. Well, Hyrule wasn't a town. Hyrule was a kingdom. Kingdom of old, a kingdom of new, the kingdom of, well, everything. I was climbing to the top of a tree when I saw eggs. I decided I could cook these and grab them immediately. Thank God the mother bird didn't come for me. I was actually afraid that she would. I encountered more monsters. 
and I was afraid that I was going to get badly damaged. So I got out my club and realized that one of them had the same exact club, but it was on fire. It was literally on fire. The club was on fire. It was literally on fire. I couldn't get over that. But I found some meat on a bone. And I thought, wow. How amazing. I tried to set a barrel on fire, but it didn't work. Oh my gosh. I was in pain the second after that. Because I had lit a red barrel on fire. Now at the time I was like, oh, maybe if I light this on fire, it's going to have some stuff for me. No. It blew up parts of the ground around me. I burned myself extremely badly by setting fires all around me in the grass. I fell unconscious. It took, well, it took who knows how long for me to come back to consciousness. And for some reason, the same monsters I had fought before, they were back. They were the same monsters, same exact monsters. In fact, they were the same red, blue-eyed monsters that I had met a couple seconds before. That is, before I felt like I died. So, I remember, don't set barrels on fire, Link. That's not a good idea. Well, at least I assumed that Link was my name. I was unsure at the time. Because, well, the voice in my head had said that that was my name. So, I had no choice but to believe it. While I was contemplating what my name was, I pushed a rock off of a cliff that I was standing on, and it fell onto the red barrels. Apparently, any contact with these red barrels that have a certain mass make them explode. So the ground was searing, and I had to walk around it to keep moving to where the glowing point was on my Sheikah slate. Now, I wasn't sure of what this glowing point was there for, but I was bored, like extremely bored. So, I decided to just spin around for a while with my axe. Because, you know, who doesn't spin around with an axe? You know, make a crop circle of your own. But then, I got an arrow in my back. Quite literally. Do I mean I got an arrow in my back? I got a legitimate arrow in my back. My spine was in pain. Oh, sorry. I was being a bit too loud about that, but that was really, really annoying. I mean, who just, you know, spins around having fun, literally spinning around making crop, crop circles, and then gets shot in the back with an arrow. I picked up some of the arrows around the battlefield. Well, it wasn't really a battlefield so much as I 
had almost gotten killed. I had, of course, taken care of the two that had assaulted me. Quite literally assaulted me while I was just spinning around and making Link TM crop circles. I was extremely tired after making another crop circle. The pauses while I'm speaking are just me remembering all the good memories I had. Now, of course, I naturally speak slow. It's in my genes. But it's hard to remember sometimes. It is. I trudged through some water, had to fight a couple more monsters, knocked one of one of his shields out of his hand. That was fun. I got a sword from the certain monster that I was fighting. I hit it with an axe until it decayed. Good riddance, monster. I checked my Sheikah slate to see if there was anything else. I didn't know that I could actually... move around and see that there was more in my Sheikah sleep. But for some reason, everything was in a language that I could not understand. I was close to the glowing point. So I stepped onto a platform. It was beautiful. It had yellow and gold and all sorts of beautiful colors. I saw another Sheikah Slate pedestal. So I placed my Sheikah Slate where it was supposed to go after a minute of curiosity. It turned it upside down and took it. Was I going to get it back? Sheikah Tower activated. Please watch for falling rocks? I was extremely confused, but then I heard something buzz. It before I knew it, I had fallen, and the ground was going up. That terrified me. I could hear squirrels and birds running for their lives. And the ground moved up. I felt my body literally shaking. And I saw across the land while I was up I saw towers upon towers upon towers rise from the ground well you quite liked that legend didn't you well there's more where that one came from Tune back in, say, next week at about Thursday, and I'll see if I have any other legends for you. Well, bye-bye. Hope you revisit Lavender Town Library.